And welcome back to the Tuned In Podcast. How are you feeling today? Oh, it's a great time to be a fan of the hottest team in the NBA. We're going to get so much into that. If you're not watching the Utah Jazz right now, man, you're missing out. What are you doing? You are missing out. It's been a rough start to this season, but picking it up. So we're... I don't know about you, I'm probably the most excited I've been for an episode. Oh yeah, jump on now or you'll be called a bandwagon. Yeah, so. hurry, hurry. Yes. Um, with that, um, this is episode 13 of the yep. Tuned In Podcast. My name's Andrew and um, my co-host Brayden. We've been doing this for like, what, three months or something? Yes. Um, but yeah, we love to talk hoops and especially talk jazz. Yeah, we're so grateful for all your support. Uh, make sure to, as we mention every time, follow us on spotify apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts and also on instagram at tuned in jazz we had a couple of comments last week Ooh, uh, some shout outs we do yeah and so last week if you haven't listened to that episode we talked about our new year's resolutions for the jazz so go back and listen to that if you haven't but we asked you what are your new year's resolutions for the jazz and we had a couple of comments one from jake state farm 21 says add one piece to build with towards the future we kind of talked about that a mm-hmm, little and mm-hmm. we'd be interested to know what pieces would would fit with the jazz and also david rc2000 says don't trade lori and i think we we will in all caps by the yes. way yeah and I, I agree with that right now can't yes. argue with winning yeah so thank you for your comments please continue to leave comments share with your friends uh we love we love interacting with you and hearing your thoughts as well Yes. So let's go ahead. We have a lot to talk about in this episode. Um, but maybe one thing I just want to mention is I've been listening to, you know, like the NBA analysts on like ESPN or like some basketball podcasts here and there or NBA TV. They're talking about the NBA. Nobody is talking about the jazz right nope. now. They're not. Nobody. They are not. We're, we're really flying under the radar. Nobody's seen that we're winning this many games. And so I just kind of want to maybe, at least for you jazz fans, um, get us out there. Have people talking about the jazz more. I know we're a small market, but um, you can't miss team playing this well, in my opinion. Yes, absolutely. And these aren't just soft games we're winning. We'll talk about them in a minute. Mm-hmm. But these are good teams that we're beating, and we're beating them handily. So Yeah. It looks like a completely different team from if you listen to our first couple episodes, uh, they weren't doing so hot. So it's completely different. But how about our predictions? We've been predicting every game this season. Yes, we're neck and neck. Yeah, we are neck and neck. Andrew's 22 and 12 and I'm 20 and 14. So we're we're, I'm only two games back. So we're we're both probably in the playoffs now. Yeah, totally. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's easy to predict um, when they're winning every game. Yeah, absolutely. So let's let's start with the games last week. We have four. Um, first was last Saturday versus the 76ers. No Joel Embiid in this game. He's been out for a while. He has, yeah. So kind of scary with, for them. And I don't know if he'll be able to win MVP. If he, I think he missed like eight or nine more games, he'll be ineligible. Yeah, I think he's pretty close. Um, but we won. It wasn't a pretty yeah. game, though. What, no, what did you think about it? Yeah, no Joel or Tobias was out as well. Um but Tigers Maxi did play. I thought it was yeah. uh, Laurie had 33 points. was awesome. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even surprise us at this point. It's just Laurie Markin. And, so, really, really good win. We'll take a win however we get it. I'll add Colin Sexton had a double double as well. Played oh, yes. Pretty good. Absolutely. Um, I'm just going to say it. 
Um, this game still wasn't pretty. There was 23 turnovers. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm on the, you, as you know, I'm the turnover police. And so <laughs> yeah. I don't love that. <laughs> yeah. A little rough in some ways, but good, good, good team to play to hopefully try to clean up some of those things. Yeah. Hopefully we got some stuff to take away. Exactly. So that was a good win, taking care of business. That was also a road game. Yes, um, we started off as a pretty pretty bad um, road team. We could, almost couldn't win a game on the road no matter where we were. Yeah. Um, but it's great to, to get that win. And then another road game in Milwaukee. We beat the Bucks. Yes, we did. Uh, kind of similar story, no Dame. Giannis did play, though. Um I thought it was awesome. John Collins had 19 points, uh, mm-hmm. three turnovers, which, which is not great. But, um, yeah, he's kind of finding his own a little. And Mark and Clark said 21 as well. They're just doing their thing right now. We had five players with 19 or more points. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's awesome. Which is – I don't think that really happens no. for a lot of teams. Yeah, we're finding our groove right now. It's really nice. Yeah. yeah and we were we were in control of this game from the tip. Pretty much, I mean, you know, they fought a little hard at the beginning, but it seems like we were just, we beat them pretty good, so that was a good win for us. Yeah, I'll add in only 10 turnovers in this game, mm-hmm. so we were a little bit better with protecting the ball. Um, we built the wall for Giannis. Yep. <laughs> it seemed like he was seeing at least two bodies in the paint, if not three, for a lot of the plays, and so I, I actually really liked how our defense played most of this game, especially on Giannis. Um, I mean, you can't really stop him, but you can no. try to slow him down. And also the three-point shot in this game. We had 16 in the first half. Oh, my goodness. Just for reference, I think the most ever in a half is like 18 or 19. And so we were wow. right there with 16 in the first half. Yeah. And that also made me kind of dive into some jazz records. Like, how many threes um, have we made in a game? So I want to ask, what do you think? What it, what do you think is like the record for threes in a game for the Jazz? And how many did you say we had this game? This game we had sixteen in the first half, finished with twenty. Okay, I bet it was. I don't during... think any teams ever gotten thirty as well. Yeah, I think it had to have been during that twenty twenty one season. Yep, there there is a lot of we... like the Jazz are top twenty like four or five times from that yeah. season. I remember that season listening to David Locke, and he was talking about because that was that season was short in ten games because of COVID, mm-hmm. and we were like on pace to be the best three point shooting team ever, but we just didn't have enough games. Anyways, it's it's real. I was looking at the, like the top twenty five three point games for a team. The Jazz uh, were in there five times. Really? I think four I bet or five. it's twenty seven. That's my guess. That close? Very close. To, uh, I believe it's twenty eight. Oh, okay. Which is insane. That Which is, is crazy. insane. That um, is it was 2021 versus the Magic, or sorry, the Hornets. Man. And we also had one against the Celtics where we probably had like 26 or 27. That's like 81, po- 80 something points just off of threes. That's so crazy. Uh, I guess maybe who, who do you think had like the most threes in that game? There's two players that had seven. Okay. And somebody had five and somebody had four. Um, I'm going to say. Joe Ingles. Joe Ingles, 7 for 10. Okay. Amazing game. He finished and with it's got to be Donovan Mitchell, right? Um, Donovan Mitchell, where is he? He had 3 out of 8. So. Oh, interesting. Maybe Mike Conley? 
He was shooting. Mike Conley had four. Four for nine. Dang. What else did we have? Was it bogey? You would have thought. Oh for four. Oh wow. <laughs> this game. I don't I'll, know who it is. I don't know if you'll get it, but Georgia Sneang was seven for seven. Oh minivan. Okay. <laughs> yeah, seven for seven sense. is insane. And that, that is you know, wild. he didn't score at all outside of those three. Yeah, so he only no. finished with twenty one. That's his role. But and then Jordan Clarkson was five for ten. Yeah, my next guess was Rudy Gobert, so I knew that was gonna be wrong. So <laughs> but Yeah, you know. <laughs> I mean, he had six blocks in this game. Oh, so. okay. Nice. Yeah, we'll take that. <laughs> but anyways, I thought that'd be fun. A little throwback to 2021. Yeah, maybe we could, Maybe we could bring that back and have another, like, yeah, for real. 25 plus three game here. Yeah, for real. That's awesome. That's we so actually, many threes. We got pretty close with the Raptors. But let's, let's talk about the Nuggets game now. Yeah. Um, notably, there's been some commentary in the NBA about this, but Jokic had... I thought it was interesting he had 27 points, but he only took nine shots. <laughs> mm-hmm. And anyways. 12, he shot a few th- free throws 12 as well. free throws, yeah, yeah. that's what I was going to say. But um, I thought it was interesting. Most of our points, or um, most of the Nuggets points came from their starting lineup. And they didn't really go mm, deep. Yep. They did, we didn't really allow them to go deep into their bench, which which I, I kind of like, you know, Jazz spread it around. And I like if we don't allow other teams to do that. Yeah, and I mean, their bench ended up having a decent amount of points because they put in the end of their bench. Yeah. Um, but their real bench players, like Peyton Watson, had three points. Mm-hmm. Reggie Jackson had five. And their bench just was non-existent. No. Um, well, this is kind of one thing that I've been noticing with the Jazz. Um, they basically have ten starters in my eyes. Yeah, seriously. Because you look at the starting lineup, um, Fontecchio and Chris Dunn have now been upgraded to starters, right? Mm-hmm. But off our bench, Jordan Clarkson, he, he arguably plays more minutes than anyone on the team coming yeah. off the bench. Keontae George could be a starter. Yep. Olenek definitely could be a starter. He's great offensively. Walker Kessler's been our starter the entire last year. He's coming off the bench now. Mm-hmm. I think Ojai has proven he could be a starter. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's 10 starters that's on our team. Point. And um, it just like elevates us so much when... The other team's bench comes in and kind of falls off, right? And we, we just kind of stay the same. Yeah, it's our backup starting lineup <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, so it's it's amazing to see just like how much of a team we are. Yeah. Where our bench is almost as good as our starters a lot of the time. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, yeah, Will Hardy must have listened to our resolutions because he's working with those lineups and it's working. Yeah, I mean, they, I think they've stuck with this for a while, but... I would never have thought to put Walker Kessler on the yeah. bench, at least in my opinion. But Seriously. it's been really good. He still plays a pretty good amount of minutes. Yeah, that's what I was going to mention. Uh, John Collins has been playing the five a lot, and he's been scoring more consistently. Yeah. And it just seems to fit better with him and Laurie. And, yeah, it's it's cool. I'm glad. Between the two, they, they get all the rebounds we need. Mm-hmm. That's why they're both really good rebounders. Yeah, defensively, it, it seems to be working. Yeah, I know, of course, Jokic, you'd body John Collins a few times in this game. But I think one thing Will Hardy said is we'll play their strengths against our strengths. Mm -hmm. So John Collins also is way more athletic than Jokic. He can beat him. And so you did see that with John Collins end up with 15 and then plus 12. So even though like Jokic kind of did body him down there on our offense, he was, Jokic was also getting beat. So yeah. And then just another quick note, 16 turnovers to their 16, so we kind of evened out. Matched it, nice. And 
Um, also, just I think just as much as you could say a team win, this is a team win. Everybody was involved, and it was just a great 38 assists, 34 assists in this game. It's really good, too. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, and then uh, we finished finished our week, at least, with the Raptors win last night. Jazz scored 145 points, which I believe I heard is the most we've ever scored at the Delta Center. Really? Which is kind of crazy. That's crazy. We had that Pistons game, yeah, and, but it was in, in Detroit with in Detroit. overtime. Yeah. No, yeah, that's crazy. And the even Bryce Sensabaugh and Taylor yeah. Hendricks get, got in on the party at the end. Yeah. Um, Bryce Sensabaugh got his first NBA point. Yeah, it was a nice bucket, dude. You see, like, kind of, yeah. like, weaved his way through and finished nice off the glass. It was really cool. Yeah, I think he hit a three later, too. Uh-huh. So that's exciting for him. One thing I thought was interesting, um, Kessler, Fontecchio, and George, um, none of them had great stats, but they were all – um, strongly positive and plus minus. Like I think to another point to the whole ten starters thing is that we've yeah. got guys that can make a difference without needing to score the ball, which is super helpful. Like those guys are making a difference even if they're not scoring twenty seven points a game, like Clarkson or Markinen. So that's pretty mm. cool. And to start off this year, I think one of the big differences between the team now and the team in the beginning of the year is defense. Mm -hmm. um, there was so many plays this game where um, you saw Laurie lock somebody up in the paint a contested layup or something like that mm -hmm. and we finished with rebounds too and so and then Chris Dunn has been playing really good defense and Fontecchio I think plays really good defense yeah. a lot of the time so um, you can see that they're they're trying right they're putting in a lot of effort um, which we didn't see at the beginning of the year yeah these players like each other too I I saw a video, it was, uh, we'll share it on our Instagram, but it was Chris Dunn and Keontae George had like a, like a little celly they mm -hmm. did together. And it's like, oh man, like these guys like each other. And especially it's, you see a rookie and one of our oldest guys, like, you know, <laughs> like that's what you want, you know, as a great For sure. Team. You know, if you heard, it's been going around the team and Will Hardy's got his hoodie that says show love. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of our, our mindset right now is we yeah. just want to play fun play together as a team yeah. they i think the players have talked a lot about that just if, if the other guy in the corner is open let's give him the ball yeah might as well so absolutely and so a great team win against the raptors last night too great defense um also one quick note clarkson is electric to watch he's oh so fun <laughs> you you could argue like every every couple games clarkson looks like michael jordan out there <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> he hit, the shots he hits is uh, crazy i sometimes forget that um <laughs> that he's not like an all-star player <laughs> yeah for real um because he's not super consistent all the time but it looks great yeah absolutely okay so i've actually got I've been digging through stats and okay. numbers and things <laughs> to try and see, like, what, why are we doing better now than we were at the beginning of the season? Yeah. And so I want to share some pretty cool stats with you and get your reactions to them. Okay. So um, let's first start with bench points per game. Okay. We are the second best team in the Ooh, nba with okay. 44 bench points per game wow which is insane we're only second yeah. after the pacers interesting who are okay. doing really well too and they're the yeah. number one offense 
Yeah, they got a really good offense. Um, but 44 points off the bench is amazing. Um, yeah. And that's even with Clarkson starting the beginning of the season, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm. And then another thing is we have the fourth con- fourth best contesting shots every game. Okay. Which is really weird because yeah. I knew our defense wasn't great at the start of the year. Yeah. But um, we're up there. Somehow the Pistons are number two, so maybe the stat is you can throw out. Um, but the Thunder and the Celtics are one and three. Mm. So... Thunder and Celtics this look is great. Surprising. Those are long um, teams. So we're contesting shots, and so at least if we get if we get scored on, we're we're one of the top teams in the league for contests, which is kind of a interesting stat. You can take all these with a grain yeah. of salt or whatever you'd like. Um, I got just a couple more. Um, we are second in second chance points, okay. and to go along with that, we're third you, in third in rebounding, and fourth in free throw percentage. Oh, interesting. So we're a good free throw shooting team. We get a lot of rebounds and second chance points. Interesting. So that's kind of part of our culture, I think. Just hustle, get rebounds, make your free throws, do like the small things. Yeah, absolutely. I kind of like the shots contested is interesting. I think we play kind of like a small ball lineup. It's interesting that um, the other two teams ahead of us have like really long bigs. Porzingis and Chet. And I mean, Shea's got a long arm span too. Yeah. But with us playing John Collins at the five, I guess he hasn't been doing that all season, but that's just, that's interesting. I, huh? I looked at the players too, and Walker Kessler like is top five in the league at contesting shots. Really? Which yeah. is interesting. Even with less minutes now, wow. he's still doing it. He's had some nice blocks the last couple of weeks. Yeah, he's always contesting his shots. Okay, yeah. um, I only got a couple more. Okay. Um, another thing. 90% of our three-pointers are assisted, Ooh, okay. which is interesting. So that's, that's pretty good. cool. Only that 10% is on <laughs> probably just Jordan Clarkson, to be yeah, honest. For but her. 90% of our threes are assisted. Okay. And 66% of our field goals made are assisted. Or sorry, that was three points made, and now field goals made are assisted. Oh, interesting. So more than half of our made shots are always assisted. We get a lot of assists. Yeah. Huh. Which is interesting. Okay, and then the last thing, I'm comparing our season total to the last 15 games for these categories. Okay. So I'll first give you the total and then the last 15. Okay. So our offense ranks 20th in the league total. In the season? Yep. Okay. Last 15 games, um, what do you think we're at? Offense, probably top three, honestly. I'd say no, two. we're not that high, but no? we're, we're 11th. Okay, we've had We're some scoring. 119 that's uh, offensive rating. So Dang, okay. That's that's a huge jump, by the way. Yeah, so that's 20th huge. to 11th in the last 15. Yeah. And then t- over the total season, we're the 22nd defense. Okay. Pretty pretty low, too, right? You Remember remember how bad we were at defense to start of the year? Yeah. Um, now we are a top 10 defense over the last really? 15 games. Wow, okay. And so we'll it's not that. like we've improved one way or the other yeah we've improved in both mm-hmm. drastically the last 15 so we're better offense we're and we're a better defense yeah absolutely um and then just real class three quick hitters um we've always been a good assisting team throughout the season so we had 27 assists per game and now we have 29 so assists are going up that goes with our offense yeah and then we were 30th over the course of the entire season, we're still last in turnovers mm. with 16 a game. Okay. But over the last 15, we're only 24th. Okay. So we're still a bad turnover team. 
we're we're not the worst. We're okay. We're getting better. Yeah. And then in terms of plus minus, like point differential. Yeah. Throughout the entire year, we're a minus three, which is 24th in the league. Pretty bad. But the last 15 games, we're a plus five, which is eighth in the league. Mm, Interesting. And so if you kind of throw out some of the bad games and just look at like the past couple, like maybe month, um, we're a top eight team in terms of point differential. We're top 10 defense, top 10 offense almost. So yeah, um, pretty insane if you kind of look at the difference. I, I hope... Maybe, of course, it's stats, right? You got to watch the games. Yeah. But the stats can help you see just how we grew, right? And it's interesting, I think, like, to see how much one player can affect a team. I'm not going to say it's all his fault, but ironically, around that same time as when Talon Horton Tucker stopped playing for us, um, he, like, he Mm -hmm. doesn't get, it's crazy, he just doesn't get any minutes. Like, not even last night, he didn't get, he got zero minutes. He only comes in with the bench bench yeah i think he did like one or two games this whole stretch and um obviously it's not all his fault but i'm just saying like he he affected how we ran our entire offense when one guy's struggling on defense you all have to adjust and it makes everything else so Mm -hmm. it's it's interesting yeah i i mean of course we got to show love to all our players absolutely we love them um i know in the past i've kind of been a tht hater (laughs) but um i hope that we just do whatever's best for the team. If yeah. that means he's not playing, that's okay. Um, but I still think maybe he could find a spot on another team, or yeah. um, if he could buy into this system, he could still um, have an impact when when we need him. Right? If mm-hmm. we have injuries, he's ready to come right in and play. Yeah, he deserves a spot on an on an NBA rotation, but right, maybe just doesn't fit ours. Okay, now to player of the week. Um, who do you have? Okay, I got, this is kind of an interesting one, because he doesn't put up great numbers, but I got John Collins. Oh, I, think, I, was, I didn't even think about him. I think, you know, about a month ago, we were all talking about, like, was this a bad trade? Like, was it a good choice to bring him in? Like, is he fitting? And I still think it's a little bit of a weird fit, but it's interesting that we've been able to work him in as a five. Um... But he's been scoring a lot better. He takes care of the basketball mm-hmm. better, except for a couple of games. And just overall, I think we found a role for him, and I, I'm happy that he's fitting a little better. Yeah, I like to see him play center, too. Yeah, absolutely. I think, of course, um, Kessler would give us better rim protection, but I like what he gives us on offense, and and he's still able to rebound the ball really well when at center. So yeah, absolutely. I think him and Laurie, like we said earlier, work really well together in that. So he ha- he has had a pretty good stretch. Would you consider him off the trade block, or would you well, still visit maybe some trades for him? Well, apparently, I saw a quote that said that that reiterated that everybody on the Jazz roster is that nobody's untouchable. So I. I wouldn't say really anybody's off the trade block, but I would say that if I were the Jazz, I would not actively be trying to trade John Collins. Mm-hmm. I think he fits this roster, the role it's he's It's got to be a pretty good-looking offer for me to make a trade. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we'll talk about maybe a couple trade rumors later, but yeah. if we're winning, maybe let's just keep yeah. <laughs> keep it rolling Might with well. what's working. Okay, well, for my got? player of the week, I actually I have, I have one, but I also have a sleeper pick okay. that... Um, I just feel bad. I've never given Laurie Markin in a player of the week just because uh, yeah. he deserves it every week. But I, I think it. this week I'm giving it to Laurie Markin. Yeah. 
Um, fantastic week for him. Um, he <laughs> averaged, let's see, he averaged 26 points per game and 13 rebounds. And he wow. was a plus 11 when he was on the court. Wow. And so that's Dang. as good of a stat line as he's had all season. And that's mm-hmm. a lot of rebounds too. 13, that's like top of the league. Yeah, that's incredible. And so underrated rebounder. Of course, he's our top scorer. Yeah. Um, just had to give it to Lori. And then here's my sleeper pick. Okay. Chris Dunn. Oh, that's a good one. I think, of course, Chris Dunn's not going to give you a whole bunch of points and be flashy on the stat sheet. But he's been doing all of the like little things and important things to win games. He's been playing pretty good defense on some hard people to guard. Um, he had to guard, I'm sh- pretty sure he had to guard Tyrese Maxey, right? He's had yeah. to guard uh, Jamal Murray. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to have to guard Shea probably this week. Yep. Um, and so, and he's averaged over the last week, um, he's averaged two steals and 1.7 blocks per game Ooh. over this last week. And if you look at the entire season, almost nobody on our team's even close to like averaging one steal. No. And so he's upped the game. He's been getting a lot more steals and playing a lot better defense. So I I don't think we could go this episode without giving some praise to Chris Dunn. Oh yeah, he fits. I was gonna say, I think um, going back to Lowry, um, it's interesting to me I remember at the beginning of the season hearing every single game, Thurl Bailey would talk about how other teams are game planning for Laurie Markkinen and he's going to have a hard time. And he kind of did have a hard time. But I think, like, as we see other guys start to shoot more efficiently, like, I've seen so many more lobs this week to Laurie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Exciting. it's like, because he's getting open, because, like, guys can't, teams can't just double and triple him. They have to guard our other guys. And it opens up the floor for Laurie to just play his game. I love it. That's yeah, awesome. I, and I know a lot of other teams want Laurie because he doesn't demand the ball. Yeah. he And he can get 25 just by being on the court, yep. which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so I love those picks. I'm glad you gave some love to John Collins. I think he deserves it. Yeah. So we have four games this upcoming week. One of them's night. We do, yes. Yes, tonight we play a extremely struggling Lakers team. What uh? What do you think is a win or a loss? Maybe I'll maybe this will sway your decision. Uh, LeBron James is listed as questionable. Oh, interesting. And AD is probable. Interesting. And Delangelo Russell is pro- uh, questionable. So they got a whole bunch of people on the injury report. I'm sure LeBron's going to try and play anyways. But yeah, mm. that kind of swayed my decision a little bit. Plus the Lakers are kind of playing terrible. Last yeah, podcast we quoted LeBron. He said we suck right yeah. now. So. Um, I'm giving the Jazz a win. It just we're at home. The Lakers aren't looking good. Maybe yeah. LeBron doesn't even play. So yeah, honestly, doesn't sway me at all. I got a win as well. <laughs> I think uh, I heard rumors that Darvin Ham might be on the chopping block. Every Lakers coach, yeah, has been on the that happens block. once a season. Um, yeah, they're not they're not a good team right now, and I'm sure they're gonna make some overreaction trade where they send their entire bench and and doesn't work. And anyways. I, I could go on, on and on about the they, Lakers. They just but. can't shoot. No, nope. Van, I think Vanderbilt was great for them, but he's—I mm-hmm. don't think he's going to fit offensively anymore. No, and Cam Reddish, as good as his defense has been, he's not been a great shooter either. Nope. And so they can't have both of those guys out there on the court. No. Nope. So yeah, I think they need to make a move. 
free Vanderbilt. I still love him yeah. from his time here. Yeah, so Jazz will get a win. Is that make it six in a row if they win tonight, I think, or seven? Six, I think? I think you're right. I don't know. I think yeah. at least at least six. Yeah. Or, okay, we won four. Also oh, be five because I think we lost the Celtics. Yeah. Well, so yes, five. we did. Okay. So that's that's a good little fit. win streak. We'll take that. Yeah. Okay. Well, then we got we're staying at home this entire week. Yes, we are. So we're at home versus the Pacers. Might I add, no Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. About a couple weeks. Um, I've got. I think this one's going to be a loss, Ooh. but I think this one's going to be a shootout. I mean, even without Tyrese Halliburton, um. We might be talking of this might be like a Pistons esque game where we go one fifty to one forty eight or something like because both these teams are like you mentioned earlier really hot on offense right now. The Pacers, you know, have the best offense in the NBA. Yep. They also have the worst defense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so for that reason, I'm giving us a win. Okay. I think our offense can can stand with theirs, especially Mano Tyrese. So. Yeah. Um, as long as we get like a couple stops, that's true. I think we're gonna have better defense than them. They they allow 120 a game. Yeah. So, yeah, Tyrese gets their offense going too. He moves the ball really well. And I know TJ McConnell's been pretty good mm-hmm. off the bench, but I gotta yeah. win. It's interesting their defense is so bad though, because like Miles Turner is like a pretty elite shot mm-hmm. blocker, and you'd think that would affect, but it just doesn't seem to affect the rest of the team. It's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, Wednesday versus the Warriors. Who you got? Okay, I've got, if there's one team that's struggling more than the Lakers, it's probably the Golden State Warriors. Um, So I'm going to give us the win as well. I think, who knows if Draymond's going to be back. Or is he back already? I don't even know. But I know he's he's back with the team at least. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, I think the Jazz get a win. Um, They're struggling, so. Fair, it's fair. Um, I'm going to say this will be our seventh win in a row. I'm going Ooh, with the win as well. Okay. Fair enough. Everything points to a win. The Lakers, Warriors both aren't looking too good. Home game. Yeah. And at home, we've got a great home record. Okay, and then we finish off our week at least. Thursday versus the Thunder. What do you think about that one? It's a tough game. It's a back-to-back. We're yeah. still at home. I wanted to put a win so badly, but I got a loss. Yeah. Thunder have been playing out of their minds. They have a good road record, too, I Mm -hmm. think. So um, maybe this is finally when we get a loss. Yeah, they they got some guys pushing for all-star, which we'll talk about in a second. But I think they're kind of locked in. I think last I checked, they were second in the West. I don't know if that's still accurate, but they're... They're a top team in the West They might pass the Timberwolves, too. Really? Yeah. The records are... Both the 11 losses, they just, Timberwolves have 27 wins to the Thunder's 26, so they're only a half game behind. Man, I did not have Timberwolves and Thunder winning the West on my bingo card for this year. (laughs) (laughs) But it's looking likely. Yeah, I'm glad we didn't bet bet (laughs) on this. Yeah, that's incredible. Wow. But yeah, they're a good team. I got a loss as well. I think it's going to be a tough game. We'll we'll compete, though. We'll make it a tough game. Oh, yeah. It'll be loud in the Delta Center. Yeah. Um. Yeah, sure. it'll be exciting. Yeah, we'll take that. Okay, so we'll lock those predictions in. See how they do this week. Yes. And um, speaking of, uh, we've got a couple of interesting pieces of jazz news um, to just mention. 
Um, do you want to talk about the finish thing? Yes. Okay. Lori Markinen, the 2023 Finnish Athlete of the Year. Yes. You got a shiny trophy for this. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I saw an article kind of about it, and it was talking about how the previous year's winner would always present the award to the next year's winner. Ooh, okay. And so um, I can't. I don't know who was the 2022 winner. I tried to find it, but they gave Lori the award. He's the first basketball player to get this award in Finland. And pretty exciting. Last year's most improved. Now he gets Finnish Athlete of the Year. Dang, that's super cool. Yeah, if if you're from um, Finland or you know people from Finland, we'd love to hear who who uh, who is his best athlete is. I'm not familiar with with your game, unfortunately, but that's super cool. Lori's up there with your with your grades over there. That's awesome. Yeah, Finland's best. All the fin all the Finland basketball fans love the Utah Jazz. Yeah, that's sweet. Uh, we've got a couple trade rumors going around. We talked about THT already. Mm-hmm. I guess we haven't really heard of rumors, but we kind of assume that he's probably the first, first piece to, to move. I think some teams um, could use him. Even, yeah. hey, the Lakers need anybody they can get. Maybe the <laughs> yeah. Lakers take him. Take him back, yeah. Um, he played there before. Uh, Olenek is getting a lot of attention, rightfully so. He's helping us win a lot mm-hmm. of games right now. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? Should, should the Jazz... Pull the trigger quickly while he has so, high value? Or? I don't know. I'd love to hear your thoughts about Kelly Olenek. Um, I personally was not a Kelly Olenek fan yeah, when he came out into the NBA from Gonzaga and when he's yeah. on the Celtics. Now I love Kelly Olenek. Yeah, for real. I love it. <laughs> I love watching his game. I think it just took him being on <laughs> my, one of my teams for me to finally um, become a fan of his. And so I actually... I. I'd like to see him stay on the team, just selfishly, because I love watching his game. Yeah. I kind of feel the same way. I'm, I'm generally a Gonzaga hater, so it doesn't matter if it's the bonus yeah, or Yeah, BYU Olympic. and Gonzaga didn't <laughs> yeah. mix. Um, but I, I love what he does for this team. Part of me really wants to see us move him while his value is still high, because you never know if next right. season it's even going to be. Wor- so I don't really know... I'm kind of leaning. Let's just keep him. Let's just see what we can do with this team this year. Make the I'll play pick in. up the phone still. You yeah, can absolutely. Send us offers, Danny Ainge. Pick up the phone. Yeah, absolutely. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'd be a little careful. I'd try and keep him if unless it's a great offer. Yeah, absolutely. Um, another uh, quote that I heard. Uh, I don't know if you heard this as well, but there's an NBA insider that said that. The Jazz said, in order to trade for Laurie Markkinen, it's going to require another team's untouchable player, mm. which is comforting to us as as you know guys who like Laurie Markkinen and people who said don't trade Laurie, because no teams can obviously trade their untouchable players unless they're really desperate. So mm. that's that's comforting if you like. I like that Laurie. too, and I think um, that would that would. As a jazz fan, I I kind of trust Danny Ainge a little bit more now. Yeah, um, he's he's proven that he's a great GM. So just please don't trade Laurie for for something not valuable in return. Like um, Donovan and Gobert, I think we got some good great packages mm-hmm. back. But yeah. um, let's let's just be careful with Laurie. We love him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, to finish off, Jazz waved Josh Christopher this week. He spent his entire time, I think, on the stars. He's a beast on the stars. Yeah, he was. Yeah. But we replaced him with Jason Preston, two-year deal. 
Never uh, heard of Jason Preston. Do you yeah. know anything about him? Uh, I know he was drafted by the Clippers, I believe. Um, from what I hear, he's a pretty good three-point shooter. I don't know. I'd, I'd, I don't suspect that he'll ever make it to the Jazz, but I hope maybe someday. Who knows? You, you never, never know. know. You yeah. never know. Yeah. Welcome, Jason. Yes. All right, so let's get into this is the main segment of this podcast. We're going to talk about our all-star predictions yes, sir. for the NBA. And I don't know how your process was for, for finding your predictions about who's where, but for me, this was kind of a hard process. It's tough. It's I feel tough. like um, there's only 12 players in the East and the West that make it. Yeah. I could have easily done 15 in yeah. the West, 18. Oh, seriously. Um, and so there's a lot of guys that probably deserve an all-star that you just yep. can't give it to. So, That's so I don't know, true. what was like your process for figuring this out? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, we we talk about this a lot, but the NBA's got so much talent right now. Just guys that can just yeah. absolutely ball out. on it, And that makes it tough on any given night to just prepare. Every team's got that guy that could just hoop. So, But... Yeah, it's tough. I kind of went off off fan votes, kind of used that to help me, and also the voting gives nice assists, and so it's it's tough, but, you know. Yeah, I think a big part of me, I look at stats, yeah. and I also look at winning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think the top teams should deserve a, a all-star player if yeah. they're winning that many games. Absolutely. So That's what the 2021 Jazz had three all-stars. And it's like that. the only reason we could sneak Mike Conley in there was because we're the best team in the NBA by far. Mm-hmm. So when you win, you get rewarded with all-star players. So, And I, I don't know if you remember so like 2015 or 2014 Hawks. Oh, yeah, yeah. four all-stars mm-hmm. with uh, Jeff Teague, yep. Paul Millsap, our guy, sure. Kyle Korver. So those winning teams, they deserve it. But yeah. For a while, it was looking – the all-star teams were looking like – Cavs versus Warriors, <laughs> pretty much, because they just <laughs> no, really, yeah. they both zone. get their big three. Yeah. So I think maybe how we'll do this, we'll start with the West. Okay. And let's just go first with who you have for the starters. Okay. All right. Well, I've got. I think the guards are pretty easy, um, in my opinion. I didn't really struggle with that one too much. I got Luca and SGA. I think. Both of those guys are borderline MVP candidates, probably SGA more than Luca right now. I'd still put them in the top five for MVP. Yeah, yeah, they're both balling out. And I don't know if... Yeah, I'll, I'll talk about some reserves later. But And then my, my front court, I got LeBron, uh, just because he's leading. I, he's going to have the most all-star votes, so he'll get there. Kawhi's balling out right now. He wasn't beginning the season, but he's... Uh, yeah, and then... Nikola Jokic, just he's just incredible. So that's my starting yeah. five. What I don't know. Well, we didn't communicate at all, but I got the exact same. Oh, really? Interesting. I think that was pretty simple for me. Yeah. I think SJ and Luca, of course, they're playing out of their minds. Yep. Kawhi Leonard and the Clippers are maybe the hottest team in the NBA right now. Yeah. He's the l- leader of that. Seriously. And then I was thinking about putting LeBron on the bench. But mm. you just know that he's leading the votes every time. So yeah. I think he'll be a starter. And then Jokic, of course. Yeah. I, th- I think I think Jokic is second in votes, if I'm not yep. mistaken. Yeah. I think LeBron, Jokic, and Giannis are all up there. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. So going to the bench. The reserves. 
So I believe it's seven reserves, right? Did I pick the right number? I believe. Yeah. So okay. I, we could do, maybe we'll do like our, there's two wild card spots. Yeah. And so you can kind of pick whatever position for those two. Yeah. Um, but you have to have two guards and three forwards and then your two wild cards. Okay. So maybe start with just like the, 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 reserves. the reserves part okay. of it. Um, for the guards, I had Anthony Edwards and De'Aaron Fox. Oh, okay. Interesting. For my guards on my reserves, I had um, Stephen Curry. Oh, are, you, are we talking about Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had Steph Curry, of course. Um, Paul George, if you consider him a guard, I suppose. James Harden, Anthony Edwards, the four of them. Awesome. So yeah. I guess which were the, some of those in your wild card as well? Um, no, I would say Fox, De'Aaron Fox, and maybe Devin Booker be my wild cards. Okay, I'll just say my wild cards because they're both guards. Okay. So I had Edwards and Fox, but then I had Curry and Devin Booker. Okay. As my wild cards. I just think the Edwards and Fox are on the winning teams. Yeah. Their stats look amazing. And so maybe Steph Curry will get in there just because of votes, but I think those other guys are playing just well and they're winning. So I put them in the reserves. Unfortunately, sometimes I think the uh, All-Star teams have a lot of politics involved. So like some of these older players, you know they're just going to get in just because of who they are. That's kind of unfortunate if you're a young guy who wants to make it in there. Sometimes it's kind of tough. Sure. And then for my three forwards off the bench, I got Kevin Durant. I think he's a lock. Yeah. I got Anthony Davis. And maybe a little bit of bias, but I got Laurie Markkinen in there. Oh, okay. Interesting. I've got Kevin Durant and Anthony Davis as well. I think they're both pretty locked. And this one's also kind of biased, not Laurie. But Rudy Gobert. Really? Oh, I think shoot. that interesting. Right now, I think Rudy Gobert is the leading candidate for Defensive Player of the Year. Right. Last night he had like twenty-one points and seventeen rebounds or something. He's just he might be playing the best we've ever seen him play. Interesting. Um, I didn't even have him on my snubs. Yeah. As far as total impact goes, it's it's tough to make the the case with stats for Rudy, but. As far as total impact goes, he's probably one of the most impactful players in the NBA right now. And then Laurie, I had him on my snubs, unfortunately. I think it's just too packed this year, and he missed quite a few games. Right. Um, I was looking at Bleacher Reports, and maybe I'll reference some of this. mm -hmm. I didn't agree with them. (laughs) Yeah. They had Chet Holmgren in that spot. I saw that as well. I put him as a snub as well. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Alper and Shangun's another one who's kind of balling out this His year. His advanced stats are really good, too. Yeah, he's really nice. Also, for my other snubs, I had Paul George. I think, for me, that last spot, um, I think Mar- I put Markin in, in that last spot uh-huh. for me. But there are six other guys that I thought deserved that spot. Yeah, it's <laughs> insane. And so I think Paul George easily could have been in there. Yeah. I think they're neck and neck. They're both averaging 23 a game right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Carl Towns, I think, deserves some recognition. Yeah. Um, DeMontis Sabonis. Yeah, he's is amazing right now. His stats are really nice. And you already mentioned Sengun and Chet, and then also I put Brandon Ingram in there. Yeah. I don't think he'll make it, but I think he deserves to have his name in the conversation. Yeah, one you didn't mention that I thought his stats really well, but his team's not playing well enough is Kyrie. He's Mm. actually sneakily having a really good season. He's getting the fan votes. He is, yeah. (laughs) They love Kyrie. He probably... 
Mavs probably aren't good enough to get two, unfortunately. Yeah. And the guards are pretty stacked in the West, so. Yeah, I mean, he'd have to get in over Booker. Yeah, and that wouldn't happen, probably. Okay, well, moving over to the Eastern Conference, who do you have as your starters? Maybe I'll just start with the guards. Okay. I had Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson. Ooh, okay. I like I like that. I'm I'm really high on Jalen Brunson. Uh, maybe I put him a little too high in the starters, but yeah, I I put him in there. What who Jeff for the guards? Okay, this might be a little controversial. I got Tyrese Halliburton as well. I think that's a given, right? And then I've got Trey Young, who I oh I am a Trey Young hater. I'm at the top of the list of Trey Young haters. But when I was looking at his stats, I was like, oh my gosh, this guy is absolutely balling this year. <laughs> He's so, got his efficiency's gone up yeah. everywhere he's playing out of his mind yeah he's playing really well uh thanks probably thanks to quinn snyder i would guess um mm-hmm. and jalen johnson mm-hmm. he's been playing out of his mind so i got him as my other guard i think he's having a really good season what about your what about your uh i think we probably have the same forwards um, yeah that's pretty tatum Giannis, and Embiid. yeah that's an easy one i think that was the easiest slam part dunk. of this <laughs> slam dunk okay <laughs> let's move on to the bench okay um i same as the the west both of my wild cards are guards again okay i don't know what it, did you have guards in there as well um yeah i had uh, i had dame lillard and DeMar DeRozan. I think both of them get left out. Interesting. So maybe maybe I snubbed Trey Young a little bit. He's He made it through my wild card. Oh, okay, fair enough. And then I also got Damian Lillard in the wild card. Yeah, it's a good pick. Um, but for my bench guards, I think Tyrese Maxey's a lock. I put yeah. him in there, and I also got Donovan Mitchell. Okay, interesting. I've got Tyrese Maxey, Donovan Mitchell as well. I have Jalen Brunson. He's definitely an all-star this year. Totally agree with you. Um, you. You never know with like some of these guys, but Jalen Brown, I I kind of would put, pick him as a guard, even though he's kind of not really. But he kind of, anyways, he kind of plays guard. I thought I I he didn't make mine. No, I had him in a I had him in originally, and I'm, there was just some other guys that I put over him. Yeah, I think he might make it. The Celtics are good enough to have. Mm-hmm. I think three. So, but anyways. Um, for my forwards, I had, or did you say all your forwards already? I didn't. You can go ahead. Okay, I got Paulo Bancaro. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. And Julius Randle. He's mm. having a sneakily good season. He's averaging more points than Lowry and Paul George and yeah. a lot of other people. Yeah. And Bam had a bio I put in there. Oh, Bam. Okay. Nice. Um, <clears throat> I got Paulo Bancaro and Julius Randle as well. Uh, my other one is also it's kind of similar to a Rudy Gobert pick. I'm kind of a sucker for big men who impact the floor. I think Porzingis gets in. Ooh, so you got three Celtics. Yeah, I wow. think he has been playing really well. Porzingis plays similar to Gobert, but he puts even better numbers up. He's almost averaging 20 a game, and I think he's like a couple more rebounds than Gobert a game. But I think he gets in. I got Bam as one of my snubs. Um, also, another Celtic, I've been seeing the case for this a lot. I don't know if you've been seeing the Derek White stuff. It's J.J. Reddick's yeah, podcast. It seems like it's caught on a little. He's He was getting some votes. I think just the Celtics, I think Drew Holiday's gotten a lot of votes, too. Yeah. I think the Celtics fans just vote on yeah. there every day. So I think he gets snubbed. He's having a really good season, though. It's but true. it's hard to make the case with the stats that he should be an all-star. Also, Siakam, Jimmy Butler, 
Those are two other Jimmy guys Butler's that I had to leave off. Big one that I had as a snub. He just yeah. he's been injured a little bit, he so has, that's yeah. made it hard. I also had Mikel Bridges as a snub. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. He was one that I really wanted to put in there, but the Nets aren't doing well, and he's no. Um, he's probably just outside for me. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, Paolo Bancaro. I think we're both on there that he's gonna be first time All Star. I, I think so. I think so. I think the Magic have kind of fallen off a little bit, so. Yeah. That's hard, but he's just had such a great season. I can't, I can't not put him on there. Yeah, he's balling out, especially against us. He balled out, <laughs> so for sure. And so I think the only difference that we had was Bam versus Porzingis. Yeah, which is I think you could argue either way. They're both playing really well. Yeah, yeah, so. interesting. Yeah, it's. Uh, I saw. I've seen some. I think it was who was it? Somebody argued that they should add a couple more All Star spots. I don't know if I completely agree with that, but. Looking at this pool of players, it's like it's it's hard to pick who to leave oh, out yeah. and oh yeah and stuff. But and I think um, I don't know if you remember Jimmy Butler just didn't even play one of these All Stars. Yeah. I think sometimes the players see this as like losing their vacation. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> time or time that they could use to get ready for the game. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe. Maybe we add a couple more spots. Yeah, I think there shouldn't be any pressure for these players to, um, to like injure themselves in the game. No. But I think just I think this is part of their contract money that they can get, right? This this an All NBA, and so I think some players should deserve an All Star that yeah. never get in, like yeah. Jamal Murray, for instance. I think Jamal Murray should have been an All Star yeah. at least once, maybe twice. Absolutely. Um, and I really thought he was going to make it, but. Just breaking it all down, I didn't see a way that he could make it this year. Yeah, just seriously. with how much talent there is. Yeah, totally agree. I'm I'm glad we're going back to east to west, east versus west. I I thought the the picking team thing was cool for a little while, but it kind of just shaking old, it up. Yeah, I know it's it's back to how it was. And it's interesting. Like I agree with you. I don't think that there should be pressure on this games. I saw somebody else mention baseball used to do something where they had whoever I think won. they still do it. Is it like they get Game 7 in the World Series? Is that what it is? Or, game or they get home court in yeah. the final in the World Series. That's right. I don't I don't know if that would motivate enough players. Maybe it would. I don't, I don't know. know. Depends They've on how delusional everything. some of them are to think that they're going to get there. <laughs> I, think, I think for me, I've heard some buzz about this. Um, maybe starting a 1v1 tournament to like mm. maybe just like a couple dribbles to five or something. Yeah. Um, I think... Yeah, that'd be really exciting just to have some of these all-stars in a bracket and see who yeah. wins, maybe a cash prize or something. I think maybe that could replace the hype of the dunk contest if the dunk yeah. contest is not what the, the players want anymore. Yeah. I think uh, the Jazz probably will only have... Laurie's probably the only one that has a chance, but we yeah. might see Ochai and Keontae. Maybe next week we can pick some other like three-point contests and dunk contests and Rising Stars games and things like that, but... We might I see some other jazz Jordan players. Clarkson's he's not gonna make it, but yeah. he's you can look at his stats and he's having averaging like seventeen or eighteen points a game. Yeah. You can make an argument. So sure. you could kinda make an argument if yeah. he's not gonna make it, of course. But he's We need to get Kelly Olenek in that. He's playing at a borderline all star level, even yeah. though he's probably not gonna make it. Absolutely. Okay. And then just another news around the NBA. Um, there's been talk about the NBA draft being split into two days. Yes. Do you have any thoughts on this? Um, I wasn't a fan. I think 
Uh, kind of similar to what I th- what I originally thought about the in season tournament was that it's just a money thing. <laughs> right. I I've changed my opinion on the in season tournament, but this seems silly to me. Like nobody really cares that much about the second round of the draft, especially if you were getting drafted. I would be annoyed if I had to wait another day. So it's just like get it done. But I guess it's inconsequential. I guess at the end of the day. But. Yeah, and I mean even I would consider us pretty hardcore NBA fans. Yeah. I don't watch the second round. I don't no. know do you. No, especially not on another day. I might watch it if it's already on. But So, yeah. I mean, not very many people watch the second round anyways. So, I think yeah. if they split it up, it just nobody's going to watch it. No. Um, definitely watch the first round, though. Maybe yeah. get rid of a Taco Bell commercial draft. <laughs> right in front, yeah. It'd be interesting to see if it affects, like, not that there's really that many second round trades, but if you give them 24 hours, will more teams move on second round Picks or first-round picks, or that, that might be one of the things that changes, but kind of interesting. Very interesting. Lots of lo- local sports. Our Utah basketball teams are on fire right now, including well. the Utah Jazz. Uh, the Utes completely routed the UCLA Bruins the other day, 99-40, 40-something. 40, 40 wow. They that looks them. like a high school score. Yeah, and UCLA is a good program. Uh, the Cougs have struggled in their first couple Big 12 games, but we've been in those games. We, we haven't been blown out. Almost beat Baylor. Yeah. So we're close. There. We're going to beat UCF tonight. I'm calling it right now. Hopefully on the road. Yes. And then Utah State beats ranked Colorado State. They are killing it as well. So we might have three teams in the NCAA tournament come March. Yeah. That, I mean, that's exciting. We got some NCAA tournament games in Salt Lake yeah. as well, first and second round. That's gonna be, you're going to those, right? Uh, yeah. At the Delta I'm going to be Center? there at the first nice. second round. Yeah, it'll be That'd exciting. Be awesome. That'd be cool. Um, also, I don't know if you saw today's the start of the NFL playoffs. I don't know if yes. you're a big, big NFL guy. Huge NFL guy, yeah. Um, who you got winning the Super Bowl? Well, I'm a big Ravens fan, and we are very hot right now. So, very. Um, I'd love to see that. I think. Uh, do you do you buy into the Super Bowl logo conspiracy with the colors? I haven't seen. What is that? <laughs> I've never heard of that. Um, it's just um, when they've made like the you know like the roman numerals for the yeah, yeah. for the super bowl um the last couple of years whatever colors have been on that have been the teams that have made it oh so like last year it was green and red and it was the chiefs and the eagles the eagles yeah and so this year it's purple and red Ooh, and so, so the niners and the everybody's saying it's going to be the niners and ravens okay the niners are looking pretty good the the rams finished this season pretty hot and i'm a big pukunakua guy so second team all pro so uh, he's playing really, really He could well. play really well. What What are your thoughts? To, who are you thinking? Who are you going to be watching? I'm, I'm. I actually. I don't think I'm buying into the conspiracy of the colors, but fair I do enough. have Ravens and 49ers. But I got 49ers. Okay, fair enough. Just I don't know. I like their team. Their defense is insane. Fred Warner. Well, their offense. Oh my gosh, they got so many weapons. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, Brock uh, Purdy, the next Tom Brady. Yeah, these. Uh, I don't know. Probably I think these not. playoffs we're going to see a lot of parity. It's interesting. You you can't ever discount the Chiefs, the Bills. No, Josh Allen not. is having an MVP level season, but he's not getting recognized for it. Yeah, the Bills franchise. It's hard to be a fan of the Bills, so I'd yeah. like to see them get a Super Bowl. <laughs> yes. And then just another kind of fun note. Um, BYU women's soccer had like like four picks, four or... people yeah. drafted to the professional women's soccer league. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, I don't correct me if I'm wrong if I say her name wrong. Brecken Mozingo. I think that's right. Mozingo. Yeah. 
she got drafted fourth to Utah Royals. Yeah, that's sweet. So I don't know, just kind of fun. Um, as yeah, like a cool. BYU student, of course, you love to see BYU athletes do well. And yeah, that's exciting. Actually, BYU, we're a little biased, of course, BYU fans here, but but BYU's sports program is kind of killing it. Maybe our football, basketball haven't been like completely dominant as we would hope, but. Women's soccer, we were in the Final Four, and they played really well. Women's and men's volleyball, women's volleyball, we were high seed in the tournament. Men's volleyball were already, I think, top ten ranked. Mm-hmm. Cross country and track, they've overall, won, they've won sports. a lot of national championships in yeah. cross country and track. Our men's soccer, I guess it's a club technically, but we won the national championship this year. Rugby, of course. Rugby's always really They're good. They're always winning national so championships. So our our sports program is is pretty hot right now. So hopefully basketball yeah. follows suit. Yeah. Well, thank you for to all those that listen to this episode of Tune In Podcast. Um, we're grateful for every person that listens. We we really enjoy talking hoops, and we hope that maybe some of our takes um, get you excited about the jazz and excited about what's going on. Um, we're excited to see maybe what this week brings. Yes, we hope that you that the cold weather is treating you well. We're mm-hmm. grateful that you spend your time listening to us. We're just two guys that love the jazz and. And uh, we would, we, again, we would love to hear your opinions on some of these things. Did we, did we get our all-star picks completely wrong? We would love to hear it. So make sure to comment on our Instagram. Send us a message. We'll shout you out on the next episode. All right. Take care. Peace.